0: la ilaha illa Abduhu Salam. Amanu illa لكم Muslimun. Amanu As we know, the days, the hours, the minutes of Ramadan are counting down. We ask Allah to accept all of our efforts and we ask Allah to overlook any and all of our mistakes during this month and anything beforehand. And we also ask Allah to forgive any future mistakes that we may commit So all of us were thinking, okay, we have a little bit of gold left. And in reality, Ramadan is worth far more than gold. So we're starting to think more and more, okay, how do I want to use these last few days? How do I want to use these last few nights? Because I really want to get... The bang for my buck. I really want to cash in and capitalize on you know this, this limited opportunity that's left. And the Prophet highlighted three key things that we should focus on in general, and I want to touch upon it very briefly, given the fact that we only have a few moments left of Ramadan. The Prophet told us that after a person passes away, there are three things that continue, three opportunities for good deeds that continue for them even after their demise. sadaqa jariyah, an ongoing charity. Right, so if someone donates to, to having a well-established somewhere, so long as that well is in use and people are benefiting from that, for their wudu, you're getting reward. For their salah, you're getting reward. For their cooking, you're getting reward. All of these things, whoever's using that thing that you either contributed towards or you covered the cost of it entirely, you continue to reap the benefit even after, even after that time comes. So sadaqa Jariya, ongoing charity. In addition to that, the Prophet taught us والسلام, that whoever leaves behind beneficial knowledge, they'll continuously benefit from that reward because if people continue to benefit from that knowledge after them, then they continue to benefit because that was something that, that they left behind. And the third one is the one that I really want to, 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 to press on a little bit extra. A righteous child who makes dua for you, who supplicates, who prays for you after that time comes. Now, the general understanding of this is somebody's own child, their biological child child or children. This is the, the primary meaning here. But the concept is that we want to benefit people As much as we can to the point that after that time comes, people continuously make dua for us. And that is a true act of sincerity. That's something that that you can't fake. Because if somebody is an absolute tyrant in their home, and everyone within that home knows how horribly they treat them, and we, we seek Allah's refuge from this. Once their time comes, ain't nobody gonna make dua for them. They're gonna say, alhamdulillah, ya Allah, you took this person from us. Thank you for taking this person from us. We couldn't wait for them to to, to go any sooner. If their reality is, they're an evil person. Now, if they're a good person, and they're good to their family, also society, but the Prophet is stressing what happens behind closed doors. The Prophet is stressing and pressing on this concept of starting with your family, especially as it relates to your dependents, especially as it relates to those within the household, especially regarding the children because they're most innocent and vulnerable. The Prophet is teaching us, be good to them. Be good to them sincerely, thoroughly, properly. Go above and beyond. You have ihsan with them. Oftentimes as parents, we love to quote ayat from the Qur'an. Allah says, have ihsan with your parents. You know what else Allah tells us? That ihsan is conditional. The parent has to earn it first in order to receive it in return. كَمَا رَبَّ <صغيرة> That dua is asking Allah to be merciful to the parents as they were merciful with the child when the child was small, young, and vulnerable. Now what happens if the parents are abusive? That changes. What happens if the parents commit one, one atrocity after another after another and there's no remorse and they pile it up and they pile it up? There's no du'a for them. If anything, the du'a will be against them. Why do I want to touch upon this? Because during these last few days, one of the best things that we can do is to invest in the relationships we have with the family members closest to us, especially regarding our children. Especially regarding our children. We have to produce Ihsan first. If you look at this passage in Surah Luqman, Surah 31, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a hidden secret here that is absolutely powerful. He's giving his son advice, 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 advice. The whole page is one advice after another. Beautiful passage, beautiful advice. And you notice something. The son is listening the whole time. Now what's the prerequisite for that? And Out of Luqman's wisdom, out of his gratitude to Allah, he was good to his kids. He had ihsan with his kids. He was there for them. He took care of their needs. He went above and beyond. And he's there for them. He's loving them. He's, he's present. He's active. So when the time comes for him to offer some advice, his son is ready to eat it up. Because he earned that. It's not free. It's not free. He earned that right. He laid that foundation for years and years and years. And then when the time comes to offer that advice, his his son has open ears. Yes, dad, tell me more. Tell me more. Because he built that relationship. Now what happens if a parent does the opposite? They don't build anything. Sometimes they even destroy. Their children will not listen to them. And then they get mad at the children for not listening to them. Because the reality is, and the Prophet taught us this, step one, you take action, you lay the foundation, and then you build upon it. And that's up to us. I say this as a parent, that's up to me. My kids have rights on me before I have rights on them. I can't think of expecting them to ever make that dua, bayani If I don't have rahmah towards them, because they're asking Allah to treat me as I treated them. So if I treat them good, then hopefully, sincerely at some point they make the du'a. Every parent wants this, every parent active parent wants this. But we have to earn it first. And then hopefully, Ihsani ihsan. إلا is there any reward for ihsan for producing ihsan, other than receiving it? This is what we hope for. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. 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 I'll leave you with a with a quick gem that's very powerful just to prove the point this comes directly from our prophet one day he's he's playing with his grandson with Al-Hassan, he's playing with him. And, and the Prophet he, you know, this was common for him. He he loved to play with his kids. He loved to play with his grandkids. So one day he's playing with his grandson Al-Hassan, he's still a little boy. And while he's playing with him, he kisses him. He kisses him on the cheek. He, he kisses him. He he's he's a loving grandfather. He's an active present grandfather. Sallallahu And so after he kisses his grandson, this you know, this cute little boy. There was a man who was there and he saw this and he asked the Prophet, You kiss your grandchildren? And the Prophet's like amazed, like, Of course. And the man says, I have 10 kids. I've never kissed any of them. This is Jawamih al Kalim. This is the the gift, the divine gift Allah gave the Prophet, one of them, to say so much in so few words. What does the Prophet say, alayhi salatu wasalam? Man la yarham, la yarham. If you don't show mercy, you won't be shown mercy. What's the Prophet doing? He's correcting this father. He's telling this father, you need to step your game up. You need to fix that. You need to be merciful to them, and they'll be merciful to you. The Prophet's warning him if you don't show mercy, you won't be shown mercy. There are two layers to this, I'll conclude. If you don't show mercy to them, don't expect Allah to show mercy to you. Allah enters who He wills into His mercy, into Jannah. If we don't show mercy, we won't be shown mercy. If we don't show mercy, how can we expect Allah to enter us into Jannah? The Prophet's telling him, if you don't show mercy to your kids, then you're running the risk of Allah not showing you mercy. And that's a big deal because if the most merciful withholds His mercy from you, then you severely messed up. This is one layer, another layer. If you don't show them mercy now, don't expect them to show you mercy later. It goes both ways. If you don't show mercy, you won't be shown mercy. And both meanings, both meanings have their place. What's the main takeaway? Today, let's tell our kids that we love them. Some parents, they go years, they go decades. They never tell their kids they love them. They pray, they fast, they read Quran, mashallah, so pious and religious. If you're not telling your kids you love them, somebody else will. Somebody else, And then don't get mad when they're a teenager, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And You didn't lay the foundation when they were five. Don't complain when they're 15 that relationship has to be built, it has to be earned. And if things have gone sideways a little, they can be rectified, they can be fixed. But just like when we're growing a tree, you want to grow it straight from the beginning and then it grows and flourishes and thickens and all that stuff is good. But, it, but if from the beginning it grows diagonal, then, then how can we fix that? It's on us to take that first step. And it's a big deal. There's a lot of reward in this. One of the best deeds we can do in general and in the remaining few days and nights to tell our kids that we love them, to kiss them, to be there for them. How many people, they have this outer religious appearance, they never tell their kids they love them, they never kiss them, they're not there for them emotionally, they're not, they're not present in their lives, they don't know anything going on with them. So then how can you complain when, when, when they're getting caught up in all kinds of things behind the scenes? We have to be present in general, especially from the beginning. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to accept the dua from us, كَمَا <laughs> رَبَّيَانِي To be merciful to to our parents as they were merciful with us, we ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to make this a reminder of benefit for us. We ask Allah to help us to take heed to prepare ourselves before we meet Allah. We ask Allah to help us to take ourselves into account before we're taken into account as Sayyidina Umar Taras Radiallahu Anhu.